My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Quickly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whoo. Wow. That was a that was an unusual technical issue for me. Uh I hope that I am in fact alive and you can hear me. Let me check over Mike Dennis. Uh, Steve, uh, you guys can hear me, I assume, once I got that fixed. If one of you could drop, uh, drop a comment in as to whether or not you can see me and hear me. Somebody loud and clear. Thank you, Steve. Hi, Katie. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Mike. Hi, Dennis. Okay. Well, that's a little uh, throwing things off on a kind of a wrong foot to start things with this morning. Um, All right. Welcome to Monday Travel and Cruise Industry News. As I'm back in the uh, studio on May the 15th, 2023, I'm, I'm so busy. Unbelievable. Uh, that I just completely ran out of time. All right, the headlines this morning, the main story today, of course, is main story for Hot Air Tom and me more than anything. Not really Hot Air Tom, because he can't stand Carnival, but Carnival Magic magic repositions to Norfolk. And we're going to have a actually home porting in Norfolk now for a while. A princess names their next ship, 
an inspiring address from the carnival president. We got port traffic backup at Southampton. A hull cleaning causes alterations. The Zyder Dam concludes its world cruise. And Morella discovery in Port Canaveral, but don't get your hopes up. That and lots more live here at 11 o'clock this morning. Again, my apologies for the technical glitch there as the show uh, went live. Uh, So part of that was my fault. Part of it was technical stuff. Uh, That's my housekeeper coming in. I hope the door's open for her. Yeah, it is. All right, today is National Chocolate Chip Day. Man, I think. That's a perfect holiday for me. Uh, those of you that know me know that I am quite a fan of of uh, chocolate chip cookies and the like, anything with chocolate chips. But so anyway, today's National Chocolate Chip Day. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or it's available wherever you get your podcast from. All the big guys, tune in, Spotify, Heart Radio, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. That would be me. If you're listening via the podcast and ever want to jump over and see what I'm doing in the way of clips or pictures or interviews or any of those kind of things there's always a link in the description to take you to the video feed all you do is click on it all right i do have a couple things to cover before we get to the news portion of the show uh first off uh tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, uh, Pete and I are going to do a, a follow-up to our announcement of my next hosted cruise, which will be December 2nd from Port Canaveral uh, on the Escape, Norwegian Escape. So you might want to join us for that. If you're interested, fine. If not, that's fine, too. You might just want to join us for some fun. I'll probably be talking quite a bit about the uh, hosted cruise I just got off of and what I thought of that and some of the things we did. Uh, But most importantly, especially if you're solos, uh, it's it's a really good deal. So if you're possibly interested in a solo cruise and you're interested in a good deal on a solo cruise, come join us. Come join us if you might at some point in time be interested in hosted uh, solo cruises and what it's all about. We are clearly opening some eyes. Our passions for cruises open some eyes in Europe. And now we're starting to open some eyes over here on this side of the pond. And I think over the next little bit, you're going to start seeing a lot more posted as the way in the way of uh, solo cruises uh, and more hosted cruises uh, posted as well. So 
Just saying, if you're interested at all in that, you might want to join us. Um, I don't have the link yet. By tomorrow, I will have the link. It'll be in my um, uh, community tab <coughs> on my <coughs> excuse me on my YouTube page, <coughs> uh, as well as I'll have the link in the description of uh, the show tomorrow as well. But come join us for that now. The last two weeks, I've been on the Norwegian Joy, and it may end up, I haven't completely decided yet, I think it's probably the best cruise I've ever been on. All my years of cruising, even back in the day when I was doing a lot of groups, and of course, since you know, I've gone back to cruising January 28th a year ago. Uh, this is my 27th cruise since then. Uh, it was, from start to finish, phenomenal. The ship was outstanding uh, from, from a personal standpoint, from accessibility issues. Yes, there were a few things. You know, there are parts of the ship that I could not access, like the uh, racetrack or the uh, slides. Yeah, you know me. I'm not going to get in a damn slide anyway. The laser tag. It's not so much that I couldn't get there because there's no elevator to those floors. It, the, the, the part that bothers me is there's a percentage of the ship that I can't access. Not that I would use it, but still, it's the issue. However, everything else pretty much about the joy was fine. My room had, uh, you know, automatic doors. Outside, all I had to do was tap my key card on the wall, and it opened the door. Inside, I had a push button to open to go back out. Yes, if it was a, a manual wheelchair, there was a slight little slope at the uh, door to the balcony, but not as bad as other cruises I've been on. So it might be that someone in a manual chair wouldn't roll backwards while they're trying to get the door open, but there was a little slope there. Um, I had no problem at all with my scooter around getting all over the ship. As a matter of fact, the, the scooter is still my preferred transportation on the ships. However, it's not the preferred transportation off the ships. My chair, which was wonderful on the airplane, in the airports, getting on the ship, uh, all the check-in stuff, uh, that, that was a piece of cake. Um, but then I take I take over with the, the scooter until it's time for an excursion or get off the ship. The chair is far superior because I was able to take excursions for the first time, folks, in years. Most of the time, if you're on a scooter, there's just not accessible transportation unless you're willing to pay 
bazillions of dollars to go on excursions. I mean, I'm th- you know, they're, they're, they get expensive, four, five hundred, six hundred dollars for, for an, uh, an accessible excursion. I've never been able to afford that. So I bought the chair. It collapses down to uh, 50 pounds. It's, I can put it in and out of the trunk of my car so it can easily go in the luggage compartment on a bus. It could go on a hop-on, hop-off tour. They've got a place for them. Uh, it can go in a van, in the back of a van. It just opens up tremendous opportunities for me that I haven't had. We had six ports of call. I was able to do four excursions, uh, including an almost, well, it was almost four and a half hour total hop-on, hop-off tour with a uh, a walk in Old Town, Cartagena, that was almost three hours. Now, I didn't walk. I did it on the chair. That's what I've been working on this morning. I'm going to get that posted today, folks. The Cartagena uh, video will go live sometime today. So that part of it made the cruise a little better uh, than most. Better than almost all. But Still, what really was the icing on the cake to make this the best cruise I've ever taken was the people. Our group, and we had a relatively small group for this one that Mr. Bucketlist and I hosted. They were just phenomenal. We married our group together with the the folks that uh, were coming to the Norwegian uh, solo and single meetup. Uh, so we put the two groups together. We shared together uh, uh, groups going to dinners, groups going on excursions, groups going to the casino. Different people wanted to do different things with different folks, both from our group and from the others. Uh, our group, a lot of them knew that Justin and I were, this was the first time we've done something like this. And yeah, I've done group cruises before, but this was a whole totally different ball game for me. One, group cruises are people that generally I knew. And, you know, it was me and and them. Now I'm representing something way bigger than I am. So that put me in a little different situation. I mean, not that I'm, bothered about that at all uh, but yeah, we were new at this made some mistakes we had such wonderful people in the group they didn't mind sitting down and saying okay here's a suggestion or you did this wrong let's uh, so you'll know to fix it next time and I can't tell you how much I appreciated that and I think everybody on the cruise on the group knew that As a result, I think there was a bond developed uh, between all of us on that cruise that'll last forever. I mean, they 
they were just terrific. I managed to eat uh, at least one dinner with everybody in the two groups combined at least once. And a lot of them multiple times. Uh, of course, I had fun with Justin. Justin is, he's such a wonderful guy. I love him to death. Oh, my goodness. He's so talented. His videos are so good. I pick his brain like crazy, uh, which is a good thing. But all in all, it was just a fantastic cruise. I am so far behind on what I normally do on a cruise ship because, I mean, I was literally going all day <laughs> and into the night. I didn't do much night stuff because I was still trying to do the shows and stuff. So, you know, I was up early. Uh, in the afternoon where I normally would be working on videos or getting ready to post stuff, you know, somebody would text me, hey, we're having a bite of lunch and an adult beverage. Come join us. Oh, okay. I'll be right there. I, I did that all the time. So it was 12 wonderful days. Absolutely wonderful days. I got to do a couple of specialty restaurants I normally don't, you know, spend the extra money on. I had a drinks package which I normally don't spend extra money on it. <laughs> you know, I had the, I had the, the, the Wi-Fi package was 150 minutes. I mean, that don't last me enough. So I had to buy the, the Wi-Fi package. It was only a real major expense I had all week. We had $50 per excursion credit. <laughs> so every credit we booked, we got 50 bucks back. So if it was a, Let's say a $69 excursion thing cost me $19 for to do something I've wanted to do for years. It was just terrific. All right. <laughs> Enough of the silliness. It was uh, just, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful cruise. All right. The top story today, and this is uh, this is a top story for me and more than anything. Carnival Magic arrived in Norfolk without guests, having quietly repositioned after her last seasonal sailing from Port Canaveral. The ship then left Port Canaveral to sail north along the Atlantic coast, moving to her new home port, Norfolk, Virginia. Setting sail yesterday, the ship has now departed on its first sailing from what will be the longest ever Carnival cruise season from Virginia. The first cruise is a six-night sailing to the Bahamas, visiting Nassau, Bimini, and Freeport, while also providing guests with a day at sea to begin the cruise and another to end the cruise, ideal for experiencing all the ship has to offer. The first itinerary is just one of several cruise vacation options the ship will offer from Norfolk through the next five months. Itinerary range from four to 10 nights with a variety of destinations. Shorter sailings are typically uh, to the Bahamas. Longer sailings are offered for Eastern Caribbean itineraries, as well as one special Canadian New England cruise during the peak fall season, departing on October 14th. In total, Carnival expects to welcome 100,000 guests through Norfolk this year when Carnival Magic's 26 sailings are finished on October 27th. Carnival Magic will return to Florida in late October, homeporting from Miami 
at least through April 2025. Additional ships to Homeport from Norfolk have not yet been announced, but Carnival Cruise Line is committed to offer new sailings from Virginia in the future. Good news for our folks from Norfolk. And I'll be back after this quick word. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot Around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. Man, that always makes me want to get up and dance. Speaking of dancing... I did that on the cruise. Yes, I was in the scooter, but I did get up and dance on the scooter. It was quite fun. Uh, by the way, this, folks, was uh, Carnival Magic down there in Norfolk. That's a pretty cool terminal, by the way. I have not sailed out of Norfolk. I have seen the terminal. That's going to be on the bucket list sometime this year. I promise you. All right, the next story has to deal with our friends at uh, Princess. Princess Cruises is the most one of the most iconic cruise lines in the world. Revealed the name of its second sensational sphere class ship, the Star Princess. Come on, tongue, Star Princess which will sail an inaugural season in the Mediterranean starting August 2025. Currently under construction at Fincantieri Shipyard in Italy, Star Princess joined Sun Princess as the largest ships ever built for a princess, carrying 4,300 guests. The new ship is built on a platform that is distinctly different and unique to Princess Cruise Lines designed to simultaneously embrace the princess heritage while celebrating the romance of the seas by offering more dynamic outward views. While 20% larger than any of the line's existing ships, Star Princess design retains the more intimate settings Princess is known for with a number of new and incredibly groundbreaking spaces, such as the Dome, a transformational entertainment venue inspired by the terraces of Santorini. The next level piazza featuring a glass sphere. The See It to Believe It Princess Arena, a configurable technologically advanced main theater that allows Princess to produce a variety of innovative entertainment concepts and a majestic dining room positioned aft of the ship which will deliver unforgettable views of the wake. The second sphere class ship will also offer a number of spectacular features with an array of exciting new food and beverage concepts, a magnificent expanded casino, two-story Lotus Spa, and mesmerizing entertainment headline by Cirque Eloise. 
Guests also will love the expanded accommodations options with luxurious staterooms and suites, including the new reserve and signature collections. Star Princess also will showcase the exclusive Princess Medallion service that extends Princess leadership position in delivering exceptional personalized experiences. The new ship will be the second in the Princess fleet to be powered by LNG technology and also is built with the most advanced sustainable innovations available. She debuts August 4th, 2025, sailing a non-day inaugural Italy and Greece round-trip voyage from Chitavecchia. That's Rome, of course. All right. I'll be back with more after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, the next story has to deal with our friends over at Carnival. Carnival Line President Christine Duffy delivered the spring commitments. Commit. Hmm. Boy, I'm having trouble with my tongue this morning delivered the spring commencement address to graduates of the Conrad M. Hilton College of Global Hospitality Leadership. Wow, that's a mouthful. At the University of Houston. In her address, Duffy emphasized the tremendous economic importance of the travel and hospitality industry, including how both large and small communities are impacted by tourism, Not only do all aspects of travel, hospitality, and tourism intersect with other fields, but at its core, the industry brings together families and friends, old and new, to create new memories and lasting moments. Duffy also emphasized how much travel matters and referenced the impact the global pandemic had on the industry. The pandemic showed us how important the freedom to travel is, she said. While the cruise industry was shut down for 16 months, most of the country and the world was faced with restrictions that severely limited the ability to travel. Sometimes it takes losing something to realize how important that something is. That's the words of Carnival President Christine Duffy. Throughout her address, Duffy emphasized the diversity of travel and hospitality industry and how it can truly take graduates anywhere. Duffy's career became to become the first woman president of Carnival Cruise Line 
has been long and varied road to travel that began not with a college degree, but as a travel agent in Philadelphia. Did you know that? I didn't. And I've been talking about her for years. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's a good story from Carnival. And Christina Duffy. All right. On the other side of the pond, had a little uh, traffic top. One of the most popular cruise ports experienced massive traffic congestion and lengthy delays over the weekend due to an extra unscheduled security check while four vessels were debarking and embarking guests. The delays at the Port of Southampton in the UK stretched well into the afternoon and officials urged regional residents to not come into the, to the city unless absolutely necessary. Four ships docked at Southampton on Friday, May the 12th, an impromptu security check by Border Force, that's UK's Custom and Immigration Service, slowed passenger processing and created massive gridlock in the city. Four ships from four separate cruise lines were in Southampton, Fred Olson's Balmoral, P&O's Britannia, Royal Caribbean's Anthem of the Seas, and MSC Virtuoso. The four ships added up to more than 28,000 people moving to and from the port area in addition to local traffic and port employees. Traffic did not begin lightening until mid-afternoon. This would be when most of the debarking guests had already left the area, but many embarking travelers were already on board their respective vessels. While Southampton is the 12th busiest cruise port in the world by passenger count, with approximately 1.9 million passenger movements annually, the city does not usually have four large vessels docked simultaneously. With the increasing popularity of cruise travel, coupled with the ever larger cruise ships with higher guest cap capacities, it's likely that such traffic problems will occur with greater frequency in the future. Maybe that's not the best time to throw an unscheduled um, check on the cruise port, people. All right. The Grand Princess, I got some mixed opinions on this one, folks. Princess announced several significant uh, alterations to its Trans-Pacific cruise scheduled for later this year. These changes result from necessary hull cleaning. Remember that? From the Grand Princess before arriving in New Zealand. Guests who have booked a Trans-Pacific cruise now have an altered itinerary with the cancellation of two interesting port visits and an extended stay at sea. Princess Cruises has informed guests booked on the Trans-Pacific cruise. It has made several changes to the itinerary. The Grand Class cruise ship is scheduled for departure from San Francisco on September 26th. The updated itinerary for transport the Trans-Pacific Cruise now includes an overnight stay in Los Angeles, 
cruise ship will arrive at 11, depart Sunday at 8 on 8 p.m. Unfortunately, guests will not be able to go ashore during the service call for hull cleaning. Also, Princess Cruises said it had taken, made the, te- the painful decision to cancel a call in Hilo, Hawaii on October 1st and Morea, French Polynesia, on October the 8th. The arrival and departure times for Papiete have been changed. The ship will now arrive at 9 uh, on October 9th at 7 a.m. and depart October 9th at 5 p.m. instead of the original schedule of October 8th. Grand Princess will now arrive in Honolulu on October the 3rd at 9 a.m. and depart at 11 p.m. instead of the original uh, October 2nd from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, they're, to compensate these changes, they're giving them 200 bucks in onboard credit. Uh, and of course, any of those excursions will be refunded in full. I have, you know, I fuss at cruise lines a lot about changing things. On the one hand, I had never heard about uh, New Zealand uh, requiring the ships to present a certificate of cleanliness before they can sell on their waters. They have to have the hulls cleaned. Uh, We had all kinds of issues when Australia's season opened with ships that had not done that. And they were refused to go into New Zealand waters. And this is with passengers on board. They had to go back into Australian waters, hire someone to come out and clean the boat, the bottom of the boat. At least Princess is looking ahead enough to have this done before they get there. So that's a plus. The princess. My fault with princess is just like the constant changes of itineraries. Uh, princess, you got your act partially together. Now you need to get it together. So this is planned ahead of time. You know, when a ship is sailing to New Zealand, you schedule this without screwing up the itinerary you've already given out to people. That would be a real help. Just saying. All right. Probably my favorite ship, or at least one of them, pretty close to my favorite ship, is the Zyderdam from Holland, America. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Drink of water. All right, the Grand Voyage of the Zyder Dam has come to an end. It concluded in Port Everglades this weekend, 128 days after it departed from from port on January the 3rd. This is the first Grand World Voyage the cruise line has operated since 2020 and the 59th since the first world cruise departed aboard the Staten Dam, January 7th, 1958. 
During Zyderdam's journey around the world, the ship visited 57 ports in 30 countries on four continents, cruised 35,651 nautical miles. Highlights includes uh, uh, funds uh, raised for Bernard Nord Camp Center in Nambia, Africa, uh, blankets knitted by guests for Project Linus, and celebrating the company's 150th anniversary in Amsterdam with President Gus Torsha. Congratulations to Holland America and the Zyderdam. I looked real seriously at doing that. Real serious. And I decided, man, I just, I can't, I can't take that much money out of my retirement fund. But boy, I was surely tempted because I really did. I love the Zyderdam. All right. Now this is one. Not Don't get your hopes up, folks. The Morella Discovery has started a series of 26 weekly sailings from Port Canaveral's Terminal 5, which will run until November. The first sailing from the United States was by the Morella Discovery, a division of TUI, United Kingdom and Ireland, and TUI World Group. Every week, roughly 1,500 British passengers will arrive on five flights from the UK before embarking on each cruise. Morella Discovery Captain Chris Douglas was presented with a plaque by Carnival Port Authority Commissioner Wayne Justice as a welcome to Port Canaveral. So don't get your hopes up, folks. They not offering it to U.S. passengers. I don't understand that. That would have been a smart marketing move to fly over Instead of 1,500, fly over 1,000 passengers uh, each week and uh, extend it and open it up to 500 uh, American guests that might want to sail on Tui and Morella. That would have been awesome to do. And now you're going to dangle a carrot in front of our nose and we're going to be fussing at you. I mean, this might start another war with England. I'm teasing, of course. But I would have, I would have jumped all over that, guys. The Morella Discovery and Port, and we can't go get on it. That sucks. All right, that's going to end the news portion of the day. Let's go over and see who is here. In the chat room, probably fussing at me. We know you can probably hear the vacuum cleaner running out there. My housekeeper's here today. Uh, Mike's here. Dennis is here. Steve's with us. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. Gretchen's with us. Katie's here. Uh, Everybody's speaking back and forth. Nikki's with us, and good morning to everybody. Chili, what do you think about this new Sun Princess? Is it worth a try? I think so. Um, I think both of them, both of them are are, are worth going for. Yeah, I mean, I like Princess. Um, I'm sorry, you know, my my scheduled cruise on Caribbean Princess I had to cancel, uh, and I have not uh, booked 
another one to replace that yet. Uh, but yeah, I would. I hope too if I can come up with the right kind of deal, or if I can get, you know, maybe I can entice Passions for Cruises USA solos to do that. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? But yeah, in a heartbeat, I planned on it. Uh, Nikki, any reservations yet? Sonny's with us. Hi, Sonny, down Mississippi. I saw a nice 10 day Caribbean cruise in 2025 on the Sun Princess. I'm thinking about booking. Uh, go for it, Steve. Yeah, I, you know, I would in a heartbeat. Uh, Nikki says, not yet. I've got one picked out. But getting the young ones in line uh, is like herding cats. Yeah. Gretchen says, where did it go? Most of the saints, okay. St. Thomas, St. Croix, St. Martin. Saint, yeah. All the saints down there in the Eastern Caribbean. Nikki, can you jump on a last-minute short cruise before your family one? Sometimes last-minute deals are good. Joanne says, tardy to the party. That's okay, Joanne. We love you anyway. I have cruised on the Old Sun Princess. Uh, was that one I was on? I believe I was on the Old Sun, the old sun Princess, too, at one time. That's been a long time ago. Gretchen says, I'm looking for the ABCs. ABCs plus or minus St. Lucia. Well, I'll tell you what. I thoroughly enjoyed Aruba and Curacao. I did excursions on both. I mean, that just... Excursions just made my cruise, folks. I, I can't tell you how excited I was to do that and the people. Oh, my goodness. I had good times on all the excursions with all the people. Uh, the people were extraordinarily helpful. I didn't even tell you about it. I did the walking tour in um, Old Town in Cartagena. It was a part of the hop-on, hop-off uh, bus tour. So we get to, to, the, to the Old Town. The guy gets my chair out. I get in it. I start going on it. The hop-on, hop-off bus tour people sent, not that we have a tour guide, of course, for the walking tour. They sent another employee to go along with the walking tour just to take care of me in case I had any issues, had problems, curbs that you couldn't get over. You know, all that kind of thing in Alton, which I, there were two minor ones, which I could have gotten over myself, but all I had to do was stand up and he put the chair right over him. And then we had one place, which I'll, I'll talk about on the video. We went to a, uh, an emerald shop <clears throat> and the tour guide said, said, Chili, why don't you uh, go inside and sit in the air conditioner. We're going to be here about 45 minutes. And I said, a little emerald shop? You sure? And he says, yeah, we'll leave him out here to, to take care of your chair. I said, 
Okay. And it was hot. Now, I decided I might go in an air conditioner for a few minutes. It was like 104. <clears throat> so I went in and sat in the air conditioning. And he took care of my chair outside because there was a lot of street people. But it was the coolest place. I couldn't do this, of course. But you went into the back of the shop, and there were steps downstairs that go into the mine, to the emerald mine, and steps upstairs into the workroom where they cut and polish and stuff the emerald. So everybody on the tour got to go down and or up. It was great. That's why it took 45 minutes. And then they did some shopping. So that was just a, that was a neat stop. I sat there and, and flirted with the girls, you know, the, the clerks, the, you know, the salespeople. But yeah, it was uh, it was awesome, and and but they sent an extra guy just to take care of me, just in case I had any problems. Uh, that was way out of the way, but uh, and I greatly appreciated. Of course, they got a nice tip too. Uh, Border Force Southampton decided to carry out face-to-face interviews with returning cruise passengers. Normally, they're nowhere to be seen. Delayed disembarkation. And had a knock-on effect. Yeah, it was a mess. That's for sure. I can't believe they pulled that on the busiest day they've had in Southampton, maybe ever. <laughs> you know, that's you know, do that when you got two ships in port. That was really dumb on their part, Mike. Uh, what what are they asking? Face-to-face interviews? I've never heard of that. Uh, probably nothing. Any importance? Where did you go? What did you buy? Did you lie on the form? I mean, you know, there's not but so much you can ask when you're going through. You know, do you do you have a gun hidden in your shoe? I don't know. All right, and now here's another one, folks. You know, I'm old enough. I don't have to take my shoes off at the airport now. I mean, what's up with that? I mean, that's great. Because I'd have trouble doing it now. <laughs> but, I mean, if that one dude could bring a bomb in his shoe or what the hell ever he had in his shoe, why couldn't an old, I was, yeah, I was starting to say something I shouldn't say, an old grouch like me, <laughs> I, you know, that, that makes no sense, that TSA. You know, it really doesn't. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you that you don't make me take my shoes off anymore. But oh well. Uh it's funny, my very first cruise isn't until 2024, and I'm already planning the next one. Yeah, Steve, that's what happens when you get in your cruise not like the rest of us. So uh I think they just want to see you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Emily's with us. Hi, Em. Emily's going to the Philippines and, and get naked with a grass skirt and do a hula. Isn't that right, Emily? Oh, no. That's not in the Philippines. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm teasing Emily, of course. 20, t- 20 days until my MSC cruise. Awesome, Cindy. Miss Sunny says that's funny, Gretchen. Good to see Chili back safe and sound. Yeah, it was, um, boy, I tell you what, travel was a bear. <laughs> uh, so I, I got off the ship. The disembarkation went just 
really well. It was well done. Uh, there weren't the horrible lines that I've had on some. They timed it out very well. They did a nice job of both embarkation and debarkation. <clears throat> I got my, my, picked up my luggage. Of course, I got a porter. And I actually got to the, the transfer buses to the airport probably like 30 minutes earlier than my appointed time. And I asked if, could I please have a bus that was empty so I could get the front seat as they started loading it. I can get up the steps. It's difficult, very difficult. But I could get up to the front seat, but there's no way in hell I could walk back halfway on the bus or back to the back of a bus. I would never make it. So they said, yeah, come over to this next bus and we'll, we'll you set you up there. You sit right behind the driver. So that's what we did. I got out of my chair. I folded it up for him. I crawled up the ladder. I sat behind the, the seat and, and, and rode to the airport. Got to Miami airport. I got out. <laughs> I wasn't thinking and went to the to the outside check-in. I can't check in my luggage outside because of the chair. I know that. So the guy says, oh, come on, I'll take you upstairs. So he closes his, his uh, counter down. Well, the, I mean, there were other agents there doing the outside stuff. and takes me upstairs, and there's 8 million people in line. It takes me right up to the front. I'm the next person in the line. So I check in. I go through TSA. You know, I do all the stuff you got to do at the airport. Um, I found roughly where my gate was. I stopped and had a tremendous lunch and a couple of adult beverages. I'm killing time. Uh, so by the time I got done eating and I didn't want to get sloshed, uh, I got to the, uh, uh, to the, to the gate area three hours before the flight. So I had to wait three hours. Well, that's okay. You know, I did some rolling around just checking things out and, yeah, but you know, three hours was better than those 12 hour ones. The last cruise, two of them. Uh, so I did the three hours there. I get on the plane and fly from Miami to LaGuardia in New York. Don't ask me why. That's the way they booked it. So I got off in LaGuardia and I had a two-hour layover. Well, I had to, you know, move to a different gate. But it didn't take much time. Uh, and I, you know, I got back, uh, on the, uh, you know, got back on another plane and flew to Richmond. I got in Richmond at midnight and then got my car and drove home. It's a three hour plus drive. Normally it took me four cause I was starting to get really tired and I stopped for a couple you know, power naps, but I got in at four o'clock. So I was totally, totally off the grid all day Saturday. I don't even think I turned my computer on. 
I may have gotten on the phone, but I mean, I was totally out of it. So, and I really wasn't a whole lot better yesterday, but at least got some of my work done. I'm still so far behind. It's unbelievable. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was tough travel, but I got home safe and sound. Uh, uh, same as airport arrival. Normally, cruise passenger just allowed ashore without even a passport check. Wow. Well, we at least have to go through uh, a check of sorts. We have to take our passport out. And if they have facial recognition, you got to look in a camera. If they don't have facial recognition, the guy looks at the passport and has it back to you. And that's it. So. Um, Gretchen says we look like what we are America yeah hit that like button everyone I appreciate that Steve yeah I didn't say that did I by the way folks <clears throat> appreciate the like button if you haven't subscribed please consider doing so and hitting the bell notification so you'll be notified anytime we go live or when a new video is posted and there's going to be lots of video postings folks and uh, blog posting too. Did you reach platinum yet with NCL? You'll get two extra specialty dining then. Love it. Um, No. I think my December 2nd cruise, I'd go platinum, I believe. I'll have to look at the points again. Does NCL give you two if you're solo? I can't remember with NCL. But anyway, yeah, I think I'm getting I'm getting close to platinum. I felt so nickered and on my last cruise, Carnival Cruise. I love cruise lines where I can get drinks, Wi-Fi included, and really love the $50 short excursion credit and specialty dining on NCL. Yeah, that that, that was excellent. Like I say, the only thing of the perks, and I had all four perks, was the 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 minutes, 150 minutes of Wi-Fi is not enough for me. So I had to go on and buy the Wi-Fi package. That was the only, I mean, my, my account at the end of the cruise was 500 bucks, and 396 of it was for the Wi-Fi. So I spent like nothing on the ship, including the excursions. I mean, nothing. Everything else was covered. Mike says, I'm very pleased about the excursions you were able to do because you had your chair. Seems to have done you the world of good. You're really animated. Look out. And I'm telling you, Mike, I was. I was so happy and pleased and proud of myself. Now, yeah, I don't want of my accessible community. These excursions were not accessible for everybody. Uh, You still have to be able to walk a little bit, you know, to get up on a bus. These didn't have automatic ramps to get on the bus. You couldn't take the chair or a, a, a scooter 
on on any of the buses without being able to walk a little. Now, yeah, not much, but a little. So for the total wheelchair or scooter bound community, they're not accessible still. <coughs> Obviously we're working on it, but not accessible for everybody. But they were for me, which was such a blessing and benefit on this cruise. Will I do that on other cruises? Maybe, you know, I can, I know I can do it now. So now I can start looking and say, oh, I'd really like to do that on the ones that, I mean, there's still lots of them that are clearly not accessible. For instance, uh, the the falls and and uh, the measure the, the crazy D word in uh, Dominican Republic. No way in hell I can do that. You know, we stopped at the at the lighthouse uh, in uh, Curacao. I didn't even get off the bus. I can't. I mean, yeah, I could have taken a better picture. But that wasn't worth me struggling up and down the stairs on and off the bus and making the driver pull my chair out to go take a picture. I stayed on the bus and shot a picture out the window. I did get out at the beach and rolled around some. I couldn't roll out in the sand, of course. But along the walkways in the park, and I enjoyed that. So they weren't totally accessible. But anybody that's mobility challenged and not fully disabled, yes, it was awesome. Now, I still feel bad for my friends that can't do that. Because that's the way I've been for the last nine years. So, and one day we'll get there with when we get accessible transportation for everybody in all these locations one day. We got to keep working on it. Uh, Amtrak has a station in Norfolk. Yes, they do. The ZZZ Italian presents TZ as in pizza. Yeah. Did I say something wrong? Piazza. Piazza. With an anil. Piazza. I thought I said that. I, I thought, I mean, my brain was telling me that, that I was doing that. Ship to shore cruise news. Good morning. Good to have you with us. MSC Virtuosa. Oh, Vir, Virtuosa. Virtuosa. Wow, boy, have I been slaughtering that one. Well, everybody does. MSC Virtuosa is the proper pronunciation. Amazing. Uh, Katie says, did we lose Chile? Did we lose Chile? Chile is still on. I didn't think I got lost. Oh, Dennis says there's been some buffering. 
So I might be going in and out. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I got no, no control over that one. Okay, then thanks. Katie says, I lost him again. I lost him again. Is there some weather down there, Katie? Katie, I did too just now. Emma's with us. Hi, Emma. Good to see you. Emma, of course, is my friend over there from the UK. Um, Gretchen says, I love ABC plus uh, DR, the Dominican Republic, St. Lucia, St. Kitts, San Juan. And oh, she has that on the Viva. Great itinerary. Yes, it is. Uh, welcome, Emma. My husband loved you. I loved your La Havre. La Havre. A video. Of course, we're going to Paris. Cool. Yeah, it was very kind. They sent another guy. That was, I mean, that was just so awesome. And I tell you what, folks, to be able to go out and do a three-hour walking tour, I mean, I never dreamt that that was ever even going to be a possibility again. So, and yeah, I know I didn't walk, but I was out there with everybody and it was just it was fantastic i don't know i must have close to a thousand pictures from this cruise um well you'll see when i put up the cartagena one today out by the time i got back you know i when i the whole screwed up cruise with no camera with no phone i went to cartagena you know just a, a month ago six weeks ago now. And I played with the sloth. I wanted to go back and play with the sloth again when I could record it. I was so damn hot and tired. I didn't even want to go look for the sloth. I wanted to get back on the ship and get cool and get something to drink. Because, you know, four and a half hours in 104 degree heat, that's more than I've done for a long time. <laughs> and I'm I mean, you know, I was, I'm still red faced some, but yeah, I was awesome, guys. Just awesome. By the way, do we all have to take our shoes off for security? Yeah, everybody, but unless you're 75 years old, is taxi still 25 from Port Miami to Miami Airport? Yes, it is. Um, the airline transfer was 30, uh, Uber, I did Uber, not taxi. And I think I paid 26 on Uber, but I get usually, especially with my, with the wheelchair and luggage, some of the cabs going to fight about that. So I did Uber and got the little larger car. Uh, it will be quite in the Philippines. I am partially naked in my bathing suit. <laughs> naked Emily in the Philippines. I love it. 25 US dollar, Dennis said. Book Wi-Fi as soon as possible for future NCL cruises. Prices keep going up as you get closer. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I definitely need to go on and do that now for December 2nd. Uh, what about the other ships book Wi-Fi ahead as well? Well, probably it's not going to Piazza instead of Piazza. Okay. Thank you for correcting that, Dennis. Uh, you know, M, we always get Wi-Fi with a plus package on Princess. I'm just thinking maybe we should book without and wait for a better offer to upgrade, but maybe not. Yeah, the only problem with that, it runs a risk that what if you don't get the upgrade, it's going to cost you more in the back end. <clears throat> Sometimes the Wi-Fi is not enough by more. TSA note pre-check. Oh, yeah, if you got the TSA pre-check, that's, uh, you know, that's a different story. Uh, but, you know, that's where you, I don't know what, they give you some kind of test or something. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, all right, guys, good show. Uh, sorry that some of you were having uh, issues uh, with the signal. Uh, so that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, I'm, I'm here all week this week. I'm not sure about next week yet because I've got some other problems coming up, folks. I may end up having to dump my next cruise, but we'll see. I've got to check on a couple of things today. I do have an oncology appointment, which is the biggie, on Wednesday. So we got to make sure that I'm going to survive another six months. <clears throat> not really worried about it. But that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Thanks for, for being with me. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. Do you have a bad? My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.